Welcome to Did God Say That? I am your host, Angela Thornton. This is the place where we dispel myths, misquotes, mistruths, and misunderstandings of what scripture says and what it means. I am excited to have as my very first guest, one of my favorite people in the world, I call him my brother from another mother, the one, the only, Pastor Jesse L. Rafford III. Listen, I can't call his name on here the way I normally do it, because <laughs> it's real country, y'all. It's real, real country. Real country. It's real country. I'm honored. I'm honored. The very first guest? I know, right? Me? You? Little old me? <laughs> This brother and I and a couple of other sisters have had so many conversations about the Bible, what it says, the word, the scripture. We call each other up like, did you see this? I got this verse. Or in his famous words, you got five preaching minutes. <laughs> you know, preaching minutes like dog years, you know. That really means you got an hour. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. So today... When we get into, did God say that? We're going to look at a passage of scripture that is very often misquoted. I'm going to say often misunderstood, seriously misunderstood. Yeah. Um, and we take it completely out of context. There is a passage of scripture in Matthew, Matthew 18, 18 uh, verse 15 through 21. But the focus will be on verses 18, 18 through 20. Now, you all probably know where I'm going with this. But I'm going to read it to you. And then we'll discuss really how we take it all the way out of context. All the way out. And say, did God really say this? Listen, y'all. The New Living Testament read it this way. If another believer sins against you, go privately, point out the offense. If the other person listens and confesses, you've won that person back. But if you're unsuccessful, take one or two others with you. Go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. Verse 17. If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or corrupt tax collector. Verse 18, this is where we get in trouble. This is where we get in trouble. I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this. If two or three agree on earth Come concerning on. anything you ask, tell it. my father in heaven will do it for you. Oh, yes. For where two or three gather as my followers, I am there among them. And then Peter came and said, Lord, how often should we forgive these people their sins against me? Seven times. But then we'd have to keep going to hear what Jesus said. Another verse, another translation says, <laughs> I say to you, verse 18, whatever you bind on earth, <laughs> what Ever, whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven and whatever 
you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Brother, how often do we hear people say, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but it never said whoever. No, no. It said whatever. Whatever. Oh, you about to get disinvited, uninvited to several <laughs> denominations that shall go unnamed at this point Ooh. in time. Because Ooh. that is a driving point. That is a preaching point. That is what will whip the people into a frenzy. Satan, I bind you in the name of that's Jesus. It. That's how we say it, too. We say it. I bind you. I bind you. But here's the funny thing. First of all, it says whatever. It never says whoever. Mm. And if you read any Bible... I showed it to him a few minutes ago. It literally says discipline and prayer, church discipline. Mm -hmm. You see what happens if you all didn't hear our first episode, please go listen. It's taken out of context. Out of context. And so in order for you to fully understand what Jesus is saying in verse 18, you would have to have read 15, 16, and 17. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a prep. That's it's a prep. A, otherwise, you run around binding the devil. Mm. And one of the things I say, and I know it's going to get me in trouble, so I'm just prepared for it. If you bind the devil. Come on. And if other people you know have bound the devil. <laughs> Why he still? I'm not going to say it. Say it. <laughs> Why is he still loose? It literally reminds me of one of my favorite childhood shows, Andy Griffith. And if you ever noticed, Otis was the town drunk. And Otis would come to jail. And they would lock Otis up. Or he'd lock himself up. Or he would lock himself up. <laughs> and then the next day, Otis would be out. And Barney would get so upset about that thing. And so I say, well, it's sort of like binding the devil. He just get the key and let himself out. Yeah, he reached, he reached through the bars and get the key. <laughs> grabbed the key. Did God say that you could bind the devil? Mm. Wow. Is that what Jesus is saying here? You know what I immediately thought about when you when you when you brought this up, when you started reading that? Even the angel who who, who confronted him, mm -hmm. he didn't say, I rebuke you. He did not. He said, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke he you. He didn't say, bind you. He did not. He didn't say, he said, the Lord rebuke you. That's what he said. The Lord. The Lord. Now, is, this is not, this is not my job. This is, <laughs> this is beyond my, this is above my pay grade. It's the Lord rebuke you. It's above my pay grade. And so did God say that? Listen, y'all. This verse is usually quoted sometimes as encouragement to one another. You know, if there's low attendance in church or worship <laughs> during a benediction. Oh my gosh. It's stretched. It, stre it stretches the imagination. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> but in context, 
It literally falls within the context of church discipline and dealing with wayward believers. Mm. It is meant to be an encouragement to church leaders during tough times of how to lovingly confront yes, yes. someone. Because it says, if your brother, <laughs> if thy brother, your brother, that means it's somebody you know. You're connected to. You connected to. If your brother sins, go and show him his fault in private. It didn't say preach it from the pulpit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It didn't say make a public announcement. And it says, if he listens to you, you want a brother. So where do we get this notion that the Bible says you can bind the devil? Because that's really what we do. Satan, I bind you. Because if you bind him, Revelation 20, verses 1 through 3, most Bibles will say Satan is bound. Yeah. And I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key of the abyss and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, the serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan and bound him for a thousand years. So did God say we would bind him? But did he say that John said he saw the angel coming from heaven and he threw him into the abyss. So how do we get here? Did God say that? Did God say that? We have made this some warfare thing. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Wow. It sounds really spiritual. Yeah. Really, really profound deep. and deep. And, yes. And for one to say this is, is, is demonstrating their great authority and, yes. and, and power over the devil. <laughs> Uh, but but even with that, even with that, the Bible says he's giving you power over all the power. It said the power of the devil. Not the devil. You got power over the power of the devil. That's what it said. That's that's what that's what the book said. That's what it said. But but to to say that it it it, it gives the impression that you are, as my grandmother said, you walking in tall cotton. And you're not. No. You're walking in low grass. The Bible doesn't say that. It doesn't. Not only didn't say it, it doesn't mean it. So here's what happens when Mm. you start praying that. You're literally praying amiss. And you're not praying what it says. Neither are you praying what it means, which means you clearly aren't praying it properly to apply it. Uh, which means God is not obligated to hear it or answer it. Because he watches over his word, his word. to perform it. <sighs> because forever in heaven is it's his word. Settled. Settled. Ooh. Settled. And see, to bind something means to be in bonds, to knit it, to tie it to you, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know if you want to pray that. I, well, there's that part. <laughs> if it means to tie it to you. I'm, I'm reading it out the strongest concordance right here. Number 1210. Of it. things to bind together, to tie around, mm-hmm, or anything to bind. That's what it say. Oh, my. I'm just reading what it say. 
It's not my words. I didn't write it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Here also. So you literally are doing a three-legged race with the devil. <laughs> yeah. Here also belong Matthew 16, 19, and 18, 18, where the allusion is to the ancient manner of binding together the doors of houses with a chain to which a padlock was sometimes suspended. You done padlocked the devil in your house. Oh. You done locked them in with you. You done locked them in with you. Wow. You have locked him in with you. Which is why it it is <sighs> of the most importance, of the most as it, what is it, of the most import. Yes. That we really find out what did God say? Did God say that? Before you start praying it, say, God, did you say that? Did yes. God say that? We, I, we, we tell our kids, we, they, they say something out of context. Yes. Do you know what that means? Do you? Come on here. Do you know what that means? We, we need to ask some of our believers, some of our brothers and sisters, do, do you know what that do means? Do you know what that means? Because they say it because, they want, number one, they've heard it from somebody oh, else. Oh, yes. It oh, sounded yes. good when they oh, heard yes. it. They got a good response when they said it. Oh, yeah. So let me say it. Let me repeat it. Let me rehearse it. Mm-hmm. Not having an inkling of to what that really means. Not one inkling. Do you understand? And so now, according to the concordance, the strong concordance, and the Greek means you done bound it up like you binding the door. You done locked the devil in the house with you. Mm. Now, clearly, I don't think that's what you meant to do. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that's what it said. And you round here happy as you can be, just happy, just binding and loosening, loosening, binding. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it's talking about discipline. It's talking about authority. It is not meant for you to run around saying, I'm just binding up stuff. You know, well, why are you doing that? Especially if you got to go back and deal with it three weeks later. What are you? What are you binding it with? Tissue paper. Sometimes you're dealing with it three minutes later. Yes. What, That's what, like putting a kid in timeout, and you go and they. What are you binding it with? What What, what is your binding agent? It's not working. It's not working. It is not working saints of the most high God. Because it was never intended to. It was you, never intended. Because you said what God didn't say. Because he didn't say that. Listen, y'all, this is going to be two parts. So this he's my first guest, but it's definitely going to be two episodes. And until next time, I really want you to think about before you say it or pray it, did God say that? Be blessed.